Hey, Patrick, Cody Funderburk, your Cody. thoughts. Uh, he's left-handed. He throws fairly hard. And uh, I, th- I give all the credit to Kent uh, Maeda because with the slop he was throwing <laughs> absolutely in the middle of the plate as if it was batting practice, I said, Funderburk and uh, and then uh, Josh Winder came in and they looked like Randy Myers and Rob Dibble from the Nasty Boys by comparison. Maeda was as bad as I've ever seen a pitcher. Everything he threw was a little lousy crap breaking ball right in the middle of the plate. He never even hit a corner all day. God, he was awful. Yeah. And they wouldn't. You know, he should have been out of the inning game in the second inning, and they sent him back out for the fourth. I couldn't believe it. He was terrible. Uh, but uh, that, that was uh, the only low moment of, a, of an entertaining game until, until, and I'm not sure the complete context, but as he was going on and on about the Twins rookies, our guy, Dick mentioned Rice and Lynn. Mentioned Jim Rice and Fred Lynn as if like like comparing. It, it, it seemed like well, I wouldn't say it was he was comparing, but you know he was kind of going back to to great rookie, you know great rookie uh, in flux infusions in the teams, and uh, he mentioned Rice and Lynn. And I almost uh, fell out of my lounging chair when he said that. But, uh, you know, it, the, there's some stats out there that three, these three rookies are doing things that uh, teams haven't had in a long time from three rookies. But the, the magic number being three, I can guarantee if you go back and look at Jim, add up Jim and Rice, Jim Rice and Fred Lynn from their first year, you can take every rookie that has breathed for the Twins this year and get buried by those two guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was not, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, Royce Lewis has got to, he's, he's, he seems to have the ability to arise to the occasion, doesn't he? So is he the first twin ever to hit a grand slam in back-to-back games? Yes, Did I say yeah, that correctly? First one ever. Yes. First one ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and by the way, our I, guy, our guy Bramer was a little gun shy on that one last night. He you know, waited, waited for that thing to absolutely clear the fence before was there was any excitement. Yeah. I don't, I, I think it, it seemed to me that, uh, you know, cause when he hit it, I, I wasn't sure either, but uh, it seems to me if you were at the ballpark, I, I wasn't at the ballpark that you might've been a little, a little more sure of it. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah, he's strong, man. He's, he's uh He's got to have added 20 pounds to himself in the last couple, three years. I mean, he's, you know, he was a, I wouldn't say he was thin, but he was just a a normal sized guy. And now he's got the muscles, man. And he certainly uh, has the personality too, to be a very popular uh, player with the twins. He'll, he goes to the state fair and brings cookies back and talks to people. And, uh, and and does, does, does all those things that, uh, you know, we love and uh, hope, hopefully he stays that way. You know, he's uh, when's the last time they had a really big personality? Well, to- you know, Tori Hunter was kind of the, the Tory, bar. Yeah, that's right. Know. That's probably the good comparison right now is is and Tori was didn't take long for Tori to show that to us either. I mean, he struggled with him. He, they sent him back to the minors once after he came up and uh, 
but once he established himself even a little bit, that's a very good comparison because Tori was uh, Tori was a big uh, fun-loving uh, personality and. Uh, this kid, uh, this kid seems to got it, and they can use that. Because... Carlos, Carlos Gomez had a personality too. He wasn't, he yes. didn't have the career no. uh, with the twins, you know, that Tory Hunter we, had. We really wanted to like Carlos, but uh, you know, I remember, I remember a, an autograph signing. Though, what uh, I can't remember what the situation was, but they had an autograph signing at the metronome uh, Twin, twins like a twins fest kind of a thing yeah yeah i can't remember what it was but it was not it was outside for some reason so hmm. it, it was at a different time of year and every the line for carlos was three times as long as it was for joel you know and, carlos was goofy though right yeah like, oh yeah he was every time he slid in the second and he was out you thought you had to call an emergency you know you had to call uh <laughs> HCMC to get an ambulance over there. He was uh, he was one of those guys, and uh, yeah, he he's hung around. He must have had damn near ten years in the big leagues, but he he just never really fulfilled. What was that trade? That was Santana, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He Santana that, trade. Yeah. That was it. Was Johan Santana for Carlos Gomez, an outfielder Martinez? I'm trying to think. My yeah. outfielder, yeah. Um, Kevin Mulvey, and Phil Umber. Yes, that's right. The uh, but Carlos. Oh, no, Dale Guerra. Dale Guerra. Not the outfielder did not yeah, go. Yeah. Dale Guerra was the fourth guy. And he was uh, Carlos was the guy that was supposed to make it an acceptable trade. And uh, and then they you know, traded he, him he, for JJ Hardy, and well, yeah. then Hardy for Jim Hoey. Yeah, that's wow. Work, yeah. That's a pretty good memory. So yeah, that was that was the Johan Santana sort of tale yeah, of the trade. The, uh, the give up on. Uh, the give up on Hardy, that's, uh, I, I got a hunch we didn't want to pay him because you'd, uh, you'd take, uh, uh, you know, that for him, Jim Hoey for him, who was, uh, you know, would have done a fine job in the independent league. Somewhere. Nishioka, right? D- didn't huh? he, I, I think, did, didn't Hardy's uh, departure from Baltimore come at the same time that Nishioka came right. here? And so, yes, we, 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 we needed more speed, more speed in the lineup really? because Har- well, Hardy was. Hardy was a little flat-footed, you know, a little little heavy-footed you know, running the first base. You know, as the Yankee fans refer to the horse Clark here, we should really refer to that uh, first four or five years of the uh, of the last decade as the Nishioka era. That was really, I mean, the uh, the, uh, the the start of the end there for uh, almost a decade. So, uh, did you, uh, now did you see it is the home run last night, Patrick? What? Did you see the Walner home I run? I saw last it. Night? I couldn't. Well, they didn't give me a real good view of where it landed, but it was. Uh, it I don't think it's good. landed yet. I think yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Up there. He, he hits crushes them up in baseballs, the man. He hits them up in the air, doesn't he? Wow, he hits them up in the air. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's gonna. You get you get him in the lineup every day, in I mean five hundred and some at bats, he's gonna strike out one hundred and seventy times. But uh, that's you know at least it's not. At least when he comes to the plate uh, with one out, you say, well, you know, after he strikes out here, you know, like Joey, after he strikes out here, then they, then who's going to, who's coming up next to try to get a hit? So uh, he's not Joey like that. And he can draw a walk. He he can, you can draw some walks though. He's not like a complete sieve where he's, he's missing everything. He can at least get on base a little bit. No, no, he's not. He's not. He he gets some walk and he's, uh, and uh, he turns around and, 
complains to the umpires often enough to be a good modern hitter, doesn't he? Don't you think? Yeah. Wow, you're not, sounds like you're not that high on <laughs> you know, Matt what Walner's got, you guys. He's got he's got the early 2000s body armor thing. He literally <laughs> will if the pitch is close. And yeah. he did this last night. He, he let that one hit his elbow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, it just goes yeah. bang right Love off it. him. Yeah. He he is going. He is purposely trying to get hit. I think he's not trying to get hurt, but he is purposely well, yeah, willing and, to get and, hit. And taking it up here is fine, but keep keep your hands out of I it because he's he's got hit in his hands about three yeah. different times. And uh, and by the way, the the guy over in the other dugout when they're looking at that video uh of him getting hit on purpose uh the crusty old manager over in the other dugout i wouldn't be surprised if he gets smoked in this uh in this uh for uh you know just just in here in the ribs not he won't have him throw at his head or anything but i wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. if uh if that occurs so they they notice that stuff so here well here's the thing though all of a sudden the starting pitching that has picked them up and carried them all season. Are we a little worried now? now well, but it, have- it's flipped though, because now I saw Ken Rosenthal had this this morning. The twins are the third highest scoring lineup since the all-star break. Yes. Right. So they, the formula has yeah. just basically flipped around. That, that's, since- what I'm, that's what I'm saying is now all of a sudden, boy, we better hit because we can't, you know, the pitching, Oh, you know, like you got Pablo and you got Sonny, you ran it. You've, Ran out over. Uh, you, you Joe know, Ryan. Joe Ryan came back in. Joe in Ryan. Nice. You know they, they were saying he was that was ninety. He was throwing ninety one, ninety two. Wasn't ninety five. Maybe he was good. easing his way back in. Yeah, that's. Well, I, I like him as a as a pitcher, but uh, I mean, okay. All of a sudden, you know, anybody who thinks Keuchel's real is crazy. Wow, that's not he just went five five scoreless. Uh, Suhan just yes. wrote a column that said he should be starting. This is Star well, Tribune, Star Tribune crime. And they did. Uh, they're starting him now. That that that's by sending out over. They uh, they they started him. They tried to act all year like they weren't worried about Ober's innings, and now they're sending him to St. Paul. How'd you like to be poor, poor Toby Gardenhire? They they send you over a new a pitcher and say, "Don't use him. <laughs> you know, we don't want him to pitch. Whatever you do." So uh, yeah. And although I think they have a, a 32 player roster or some damn thing over there, I don't know. They got a, they got an incredible number of players. But uh, supposedly Buxton's going out there. Willie Castro's already there, right? He's already yeah, on, he's on close. It. And and uh, Kirilov is uh, probably going to be the third one. But it's going to be interesting who ends up getting run out of here when they if they end up adding all three of those players, right? Well, this Lu- is it Luplo, the guy they claimed yeah. off waivers. You know, yeah, he's probably not. He's you know, he's been fine. You know, when they played him, but yes, that was he. He probably was told when he came here, you're an emergency replacement here yeah. for for a while. So, is you know, this guy, where is this where Gallo finally to, to open up yes. a spot? You finally say goodbye to Gallo. Yeah, well, they should, but uh, I, I don't trust them. But you know who's got to be really miffed and pouting is Larnick. He's gotten buried, right, over mm-hmm. there in St. Paul. And, uh, you know, yeah, just tough bananas because Kepler woke up from his coma and has been really good, and Walner has been very impressive. So Yeah, and I guess what I would I, say for Larnick is he's had chances over the last – 
two, maybe three years, I'm trying to think of when he got yeah. called up to, to do what Walner has done, which is yeah. just come out and be incredible in your first, you know, 200 mm-hmm. plate appearances and make the decision impossible for them. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, he he will be uh, traded uh, this offseason, I would guess, for some, you know, something, triple-A pitcher with a chance or something. You get, you'll get traded for a pitcher this winter, but, but uh, you know, I don't think, it, I think somebody's going to end up with a, a fairly good hitter with him. It's, uh, you know, he just, I, I, I think he's going to be a 230 hitter, which is okay in modern baseball with and hit 25 or 30. So, uh, but uh, I'm not, you know, you got to go with Walner right now, obviously. It's, uh, God, I was, you know, I don't, I don't get too worked up uh, watching the Twins games once in a while when they're doing something, when they're running the bases like morons or something. Now, you put, you put more emphasis on Joey Gallo's, Gallo's stupidity, Phil on monday mm-hmm. then uh on on sunday then uh solano well solano. I, I wouldn't say i, I put I more I, first... I wouldn't say i put more emphasis on it but i probably yeah. talked about it more yeah yeah well because it was absurd but solano kept running over to make sure the guy could tag him yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> when there was no chance he was saying oh oh i better come over it, there it was you. it was a worse base running play i think i think solano gets a little more of a pass because he can hit and he's, you know, yeah, he's one of the right. best hitters. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. I, but on the Gallo thing, I am blown away in the last 48 hours. How many fans I even saw, like the athletic had a thing kind of like, here's Joey Gallo's explanation. And it, it's very sound reasoning. How many times in your, so let's say the logic yes. is, oh, the, uh, the first baseman was going to maybe like have a hard time collecting himself after leaning yes. over the railing, right? How many times in your life watching yes. baseball? Have you seen a guy successfully tag from second to third on a pop foul ball by the railing by the first base dugout? Have you ever seen that before? No, I haven't that I can recall. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> not not uh, if he would have waited for the guy to fall over and be laying on the dugout and then take it off, maybe. Yeah, I don't right. know. But uh, but you're already at second base. What the hell? Just you chill. Know? Just yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, they... Uh, Boy, they have a they have such a great opinion of his athletic ability, and you know he's not he's not sprinting over there like uh, you know Carl Lewis or some damn thing. Where's he going? I I agree with you, but then Salado was, what are you doing here? You know, even Perk, did you hear Perk exclaim in that broadcast? Perk says Salado's running over to third. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Going, yeah. Yeah. Like something oh, like that. He said, Perk's in trouble. Glenn, oh, of, Glenn, Glenn, trouble. Glenn. They, third. they drowned him. Perk, Perk, you got to be careful. Be careful. He, he made a mistake of offering a moment of reality. You know, that yeah, that's was, not uh, how we work with Dick Bramer uh, in the booth. Patrick. What did we no. think? Was it Roy, Royce Lewis had one last night? I think the, that one was in yeah. a different category. He's on second base. There's a like a yeah. flare to left field. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying you're, you you want to get to third if it falls in. And yeah, so he kind of goes halfway and he got caught. I don't know. It uh-huh. was yeah. we chalk it up to a bad base running play, but that was a little harder to read, I yeah. think. Than yeah, maybe. well those yeah, they, I don't think it was in the same category as the two of the previous day. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh it would be nice if uh this guy proves to be another lefty to have in the bullpen. He's been in the farm system for 5 years or 6 years, but he's uh Butterberg, he's had 
fairly good statistic. I didn't realize he'd been pitching that good in St. Paul. Yeah, and he's like he's like thirteen strikeouts per nine innings or something. He's also yeah. got the great hair, Patrick. That's a yeah, great, oh yeah. it's a that's key. A great hair. He's got the uh, hater hair, hair, the Josh Hader hair. I wish yep. George Steinbrenner was still alive. We didn't have all these goofy haircuts. You know, there should, you should have a. I, I don't want my pitcher to uh, be out there with the hair down to his base, too, too distracted, going like this, fixing his hair instead of. You know, we have adult in the seventies. We only got fifteen about? seconds to pitch now. We can't spend six of it playing with our hair. God, uh, you know, you got to, you got to get ready to roll. You oh, covered baseball in the seventies, Patrick. Guys swapped wives. They swapped entire families. Yeah, Long hair in two thousand twenty-three is fine. They did. They did. Mike Kekich, Peterson, and Mike Kekich. Yeah, they swapped families. Hey, what do you uh, what do you what do you make of the uh, uh, James Karinchak, the hard throwing reliever for the for the the Guardians? Like he's kind of a throwback. He's got the he's got like the yeah. late '80s stirrups. He yeah. also does the ha- the hair thing about yeah, once every other pitch. He's a, a fruitcake too. He's nuts. He's uh, does a lot of goofy stuff and uh, likes to throw at people and and stuff like that. He got great arm, but he's a uh, he's a he's a goofball. He's a little crazy, uh, yeah, yeah, a little crazy. That's okay. So we uh, any surprise cuts, boys, coming today? Any surprise cuts? What are we going to do with the Vikings? Um, I don't know. If there's going to be surprises. I think that there might be a trade here. Here's my thing, Patrick, and you, you have uh, been around this sport far longer than I, but here's my thing. Every year on this day, we hear from everybody, coaches and ex players and players. This yeah. is the toughest day. This is the day yeah. you hate. You got to end guys dreams. This whole league is based on like, other than maybe a few guys who thought I had a good camp. I'm surprised I cut. Are you telling me that some guy who came in as a, a, a you know third string O line guy was like, oh my dream was going to continue and now it's been ended? These are like cut down today to me is one of the easiest days. Guys have to go find a real job, a real life. Yes. It's the NFL. Well, I I was looking now. Obviously, the thirteen or fourteen that were revealed yesterday were nobodies, but I'm always surprised at that when I look at it and say. Okay, who's that guy? That you know, like, you know, ninety-three yeah, percent of them, you don't know who the hell they are. So, uh, it, but they do try to make it look like, uh, look yeah. like it's just a you know a brutal thing to. Uh, well, you can keep how many now? Your uh, the roster is fifty-five now, is it? What is it? Fifty-three 55? and sixteen practice 53 squad guys. And Sixteen practice squad. And that can and be the, veterans. And and uh, yeah, they can they can so you know. And then you put another five on the on the injured list, right? You know, I, I saw something about two veterans, but you don't have to put them on waivers because they were designated as injured or some two nondescript. I they got another list, but they really, it's really hard to get anybody uh, that somebody else cut right now, isn't it? Much harder than it used to be because it didn't the tra- tra- taxi squad or whatever the hell we call it. Uh, didn't that used to be eight players? It was, it was eight players, yeah. And all yeah. younger players. Yeah. Well, well that's, that's, probably a, that's probably a concession to the 17th game, game season, which will be the 18th game season. you got to have all these guys because by the time you get to the end of the schedule, you're missing 12 players. So You, uh, you, you need know, them all. Yeah, yeah, you need them all, and they're all, uh, they're all uh, you know. Uh, how about uh, – we talked about the uh, – 
the angst over not claiming Trey Lance. We haven't talked about that, have we? Yeah, would you would you have traded a uh, well? It was a fourth round pick was the price. So would would you have traded a fourth round pick and maybe what? I don't know whatever else well, for Trey Lance? You already like Mullins, don't you? As a backup, I mean, he's not. I don't know who he is. Lance isn't going to be your backup. He's not obviously not ready to play, and you got the kid from BYU. So why? <laughs> that's kind of what you... that's kind of what they said, right? They, yeah. But I isn't mean, it they... amazing how far you know they traded three first round picks to move yes. up and get him, and what two two three years later, and now it's a fourth round pick to stash him as your third quarterback behind Cooper Rush. Yeah. Sometimes you're wrong. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, even if you think you're genius, you know, Belichick, he's been wrong <laughs> a lot lately with his draft picks. So uh, sometimes you're wrong. It's uh, in that sport. We expect, uh, I guess, the draft choices, the first draft choices, like to play, right? There's first, mm-hmm. second draft choices to play and to be good. Uh, baseball, there's millions of them that don't do it. Hockey, there's guys that disappear. We don't, you know, we don't ever hear them. Basketball, say, you know, any, any time you get out of that, you know, we got number one overall draft choices who are complete stiffs in the NBA. So, but somehow, for some reason, we're shocked when it happens in the NFL. Why? Sometimes (laughs) you're on, you've given me a great response to a tweet that I saw this morning in my timeline. Somebody said, I, I was praising Royce Lewis and someone said, Hey, two years ago, weren't you trying to trade Royce Lewis for two years of Frankie Montas? And I know my response now is going to be, sometimes you're wrong. (laughs) Yes, because Frankie got hurt and Royce Lewis finally got healthy. And hopefully he makes it for the first time to the finish line of a season. You know, it would be nice if he got to the finish line without getting hurt again. But I would not bet a you know, uh, one of my limbs on the fact he's going to get to uh, get to the finish line without getting hurt. How about a finger? Uh, Pinky a, finger? A, a finger, but not this one. I type with this one. Yeah, you okay. did, yeah you've got just I one got, really important. Yeah, a less I can't, important I can't give you one of these three. Outside of that, you can have okay. any one you want. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All right. Well, Pat, we got we to gotta run here, but uh, we'll talk to you a few more times this week, and we'll go over. We'll, we'll do a fine-tooth comb with you through the Vikings roster cuts. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Have you if heard I've of, heard of anybody, uh, if I've heard of anybody, I'll put a star next to his name. <laughs> Have you heard of this player? Yes. yes. All right. All right, Joe. <laughs> All right, Royce Unchained, presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Uh, we we still have some nice lake weather weekends here on the horizon. So if you're if you're looking to get into one of these Benningtons, a pontoon, enjoy a couple more months of lake season. You can do so. Also, hey, ATVs and snowmobiles, Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles, Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, Anamia and Sauk Rapids, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Go to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com.